The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Oh my. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. <laughs> well, it's a great theme tune, wasn't it? Great theme tune, and the man was a genius in that he sung it himself. Oh, brilliant. So that, that's, a, that's a money saver, and all that money went right into his pocket. Uh, Jim Elliott is with me to talk about uh, the return of Frasier. Fraser, you Fraser. might say. No, Fraser. Who says Fraser? I don't, Fraser. I'm, I've got a, a cousin's son is called, and they say Fraser. Really? Yeah. Is that a, is that a country thing? Uh, I don't know. Well, they, we've gone way off tangent yeah, very yeah, quickly. Yeah. Um, they live in London. Okay. I Mother's don't know. Canadian, maybe it's kind of a. Would and Fraser would have been wildly popular in England, I'm guessing. Yeah, listen, Fraser was wildly popular popular in um, lots of places. Were amongst, you a fan? Among, I was a huge fan, but I'm always curious to know which U.S. sitcoms successfully make the leap. Like you in college '90s, wh- where do you rank Friends, Fraser, Seinfeld, Home Improvement? Any of those? Well, yes, except you know, Seinfeld wasn't the cultural phenomenon here no. that it was in the U.S. No, nope. like Friends obviously was huge cultural phenomenon. Um, I friends the most. Um, I know. Yeah, you're not a fan. Yeah, I know. Uh, Frasier, I think was big. Frasier was, was big. big here. Was big but here. yeah, Seinfeld is a funny one because we might talk about that in a minute because it's yeah. it's might be coming back too. That never crossed the Atlantic. So my wife has a theory that the the, the sarcastic uh, New York Jewish sense of humor in Seinfeld is too much of a cultural force in the US in a way that it never really was in this part of the world and so the sense of humor is just slightly off. Okay. It wouldn't resonate with mm-hmm. us as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, Whereas possibly. Frasier... Uh, uh, friends, those would have been products of a Los Angeles writing room and not a New York writing room. That's and you can really see the difference in those programs. Um, yes. Actually, do you know what? There's something in that because Saturday Night Live has not crossed no. the Atlantic in the same culture. Nor, nor will it ever. 30 Rock, I don't think. Nope. 30 Rock is another one. These yeah. guys are, it's the, huge, the heart, that sort of huge East Coast cynicism. Which I would have thought you guys would have picked up on because you guys can slag anything. Uh, I you know can, you can find That's a dark cloud on a sunny day. So I figured it would be it would be there, but I think it's just too regional. So um, do we know anything about this reboot? How good it is? Have people seen it? So the critics have seen like the first five episodes, mm-hmm. and pr- perhaps predictably, the Guardian loves it. And I got I got a theory about that. I think I think England always loved Frasier because it's the kind of American that they pictured America to be filled with. Couple of guys, graduate degrees, sipping coffee, talking about therapy, emotionally resonant, these kinds of people. Whereas the actual, your average American is a lot closer to the cast of Roseanne than the cast of Frasier. Neurotic wasps. Yes. Basically, exactly. And they they all have that kind of, they used to call it the mid Atlantic accent that if you watch old movies (laughs) from the 60s, it sounds like somebody was born halfway between Boston and London in the ocean. They talk like the Crane brothers. Nobody really talks like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's that very, it's, it's proper. It's not quite an English accent, but it's very staccato and it's very, and they're, you know, the, a lot of, a lot of $5 words as my grandfather used to call them. Um, so the Guardian love it, but not everyone. Guardian love it. A lot of other people are calling it fine. 
Okay. Like Roger Ebert wrote a review of it. He called it perfectly palatable, which is mm. really what you want in this crazy world. I was listening to the last segment you guys did, and I'm sure the rest of the program will be full of nothing but bad news. Sometimes you want to turn on a program that's not involved in the culture wars. It's not involved in any of the actual wars. It's just a bunch of hilarious misunderstandings and perhaps love interests. And comfort uh, viewing. Uh, comfort viewing is right. What, what strikes me as well is there's... there's billboards all over. Yeah, uh, the marketing the budget's huge. Yeah. I had no idea. One gets the thing because it's on Paramount Plus. Yeah. So it's, this is the, how they think. I, I just wondered, did they kind of look at, right, look at the age profile of who Fraser was popular amongst. Mm-hmm. They are now the people who've got disposable income. Yep. Let's really load the advertising for this well, and they will sign up to Paramount Plus. I would Plus. be willing to bet that if you asked your audience to text in and say, who already subscribes to Paramount Plus, I bet it's not many people. No, Because what so. else is on there? You got, you got the entire back catalogue a South Park. That's a big one. That would have been a big one for me. I'm, I'm still not subscribing. But that's. Uh, but outside of that, they got Yellow Jackets and Tulsa King and a kind of bunch of America-centric sort of shows. So this would be, you know, they're taking a sitcom that was wildly popular in this part of the world. Sure. Okay. Our reboot might be our way to get some recurring revenue. All right. So that is coming back to Paramount Plus. And yeah, I wager lots of people will sign up to it. I'm, I will sign up to a free trial. The free trial? Uh, so, okay. So here's what you want to do. You want to wait a couple weeks because this is what they're doing. And I'm surprised they're doing this. Oh, they're with, letting it build up. Well, because it's a it's I I I look at at comfort programs like this, like I don't know, The Office or Classic Simpsons, as something I want to binge. I want to watch four in a row and then I want to go to bed. What they're yeah. doing with this is they're going to release three the episodes first of four It's Always five. Sunny last night. Yeah, oh, it's great. It's great. They're, I'm surprised. Always Sunny is another one that's I'm, yeah. I'm surprised is as popular over here because mm. it's a, that's a dark one. It's yeah, great. It's, it's great. a great sitcom. But they're releasing the first five episodes. And those will be available for whenever it's, I think it's released tomorrow here. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, it's going week by week, drip, 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 which I don't understand why you're doing that. This is not succession. This is not a, a plot driven what happens yes. next thing. Just drop them all and let us watch all of them. So let it build up, then do the free trial. Then do the free and trial watch it all. And, and then remember to cancel it because they've got your credit all card. Right, so man. to watch Tulsa Kings. Uh, listen, before you go then, Seinfeld, I know because you and I have talked about this before. Hu- you're a huge, huge, huge fan. Huge fan. Is this actually coming back? So Jerry Seinfeld kind of teased so, it. I don't know what he meant when he gave, he gave that speech. If you, if you didn't hear about it, somebody asked him a question about Seinfeld while he was giving a talk. They said, what did you think about the last episode of Seinfeld? And he's kind of famously on record as not being thrilled with it. And he says the mistake that they made was they were treating it like a plot-driven story where they had to wrap it all up and give it an ending. And if he had to do it again, it would have just been another episode of Seinfeld. Crazy misunderstandings gets resolved by the end. Nobody learns nothing. Everybody goes home. By trying to give it a sort of a structure, he kind of felt like they were betraying what the show really was, was you know the show about nothing famously as they came up with so maybe they're trying to do something with that cast again I don't know that you can bring back everybody I don't know that you can bring back Michael Richards and also I feel like they already covered a Seinfeld reunion in Larry David's show Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah. in season 7 where he decides <laughs> he's going to try to get back with his ex-wife by bringing back Seinfeld and saying you know I can get you a role on this hot new program yeah that's so another go, one. That's another great one. Go Curbs. watch Curb season seven. And there's there's also in talking about uh, talking about reboots. I got a reboot recommendation for you. And yeah, it's go. a spinoff more than a reboot. On Netflix, it's called Muppets Mayhem. And I don't know if you're a fan of the Muppets. Yeah. But this is a spinoff. It's just about Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, the band. It's basically a, a Hollywood story about a band trying to get a record deal, only it happens to star the Muppets. Brilliant. And the writing is super sharp and the music's great. So, so look that one up on ah, Netflix. Ah, great if you recommendation. Got it. Jim, thank you very, very much. Uh, Jim Elliott. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.